Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Big bet for a big man. Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now, to the Fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet, and we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day to join the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, We went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, Just uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, Whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even Even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now. Join the Patreon and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family. you, Tom Brady, you fat bitch. I hope you cry. <laughs> I do cry, too. Jared Goff throws a football like he's got a in his pants. Todd Gurley is a snowflake loser, bitch. <laughs> Good Lord. Jarvis Landry has a three-inch penis, confirmed by multiple reports. T.Y. Hinton is a He just me over in fantasy. Him. You know you don't have to draft me, right? What's up and welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet. It is your host, Memphis. You can find me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. And with me, as always, is my co-host. His name is Dr. Kyle Bowser. I just call him Dr. Kyle. Dr. Kyle, man, what's up and welcome to your uh, your own show. I'm here. This uh, Not too long ago, I felt like I was a guest here and now I'm... I'm not quite Jerry co-host status. I know Jerry is like the closest of co-hosts, but here, here I am. And uh, yeah, this is, this is my show almost as much as it's your show. Uh, I'm going to do one, one, one election reference. This election is one guy's just, and it's almost one other guy's. Um, Then now I'm done with it. It, 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 It's ours. Like I said, last night, Jerry was a, was the running mate that uh that maybe I didn't want but I definitely deserve, but but you're definitely part of the cabinet. You're the uh, you're the chief medical officer of this enterprise. But man, coming off of another crazy week, I know you're going to drop an injury show for us at some point. We kind of bumped everything this week on the new show format because of the Devi Warzone that dropped on Monday. And those of you that play Devi fantasy football along with your dynasty. Fantasy football on Monday the second. Shane uh, Hallam, Kane Fassell, Jerry. I chipped in a little, just a little, and we talked a lot about the 2021 rookie class of quarterbacks. We think there could be as many as six, and you may say, "Hey, I only know of two, maybe three. 
No, no, there could be as many as six. So check out the Debbie show on Tuesday. We kind of bumped Maddie's table talk up a day. We did the Dynasty War Zone on Wednesday, and here we are on Thursday on the podcast channel. We're talking about big bets. Now, we're going to roll into the big bets here in just a minute. One thing going to be a slight change. Not going to be covering player props on this show much anymore because they're just not readily available. Um, I went to look right before we hit record and going live on YouTube and Twitter, and there were still no player props. Now, probably because there's no players actually active for that Thursday night game uh, between the 49ers and the Packers. But we do have a prop show, a prop cast, if you will. So on Fridays or Saturdays, I am dropping a podcast of... Uh, last week, I dropped three guys and that I actually made bets on, and I dropped eight guys total. I'm going to recap that and give you some new prop bets on Saturday, but you'll have them in time for Sunday's 1 o'clock kickoff. Dr. Kyle, did you happen to catch my uh, my prop show? I did not. I didn't get the prop memo, but... but you, you subscribe? I, I what think, the hell? I subscribe to a lot of things, Memphis, and uh, some of them just... Uh, they, they don't all right, let's just say they go in one ear and out the other or they they go through the email and out the uh, the, the other end of the email I suppose in fairness I did get to recording this late on on Saturday I didn't drop the, the show until after midnight but if you bet the same three I did you did okay and if you took any action on the eight that I gave you uh, you did okay as well. Uh, wasn't the best week. The Kenny Galladay uh, injury certainly didn't help his prop, but we're going to do more of those this coming week. Hey, you know how we normally do uh, something that we learned? Remind me to share you the one that I learned about the uh, the prop cast. And, and I noticed that you just said that you subscribe to a lot of things. Hey, if you're listening to this on podcast or you're watching live on stream or on YouTube, go ahead and hit subscribe. Uh, according to some research I've done, we can do some pretty cool stuff with the customization of the channel once we hit 100 subscribers, and we're really, really close. So if you would subscribe, notifications turned on, A, you'll get some sort of football-related content six days a week, sometimes more. Depends if we feel squirrely. Sometimes you may get multiple things in a given week. And if you're consuming this via podcast, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, we're going to run you a bunch of shows now through the rest of the regular season. Then in the off season, when everyone else is packing their bags and, and shutting her down until you know NFL draft time starts around May, not us, man. We're going to go full speed ahead into those rookie drafts. We're going to go into your rookie draft prop bets and so much more. So we want to make sure you're subscribed on YouTube with notifications turned on. You're subscribed over at your favorite podcast player and leave us a five-star. So with all of that being said, Dr. Kyle, are you ready to recap what was going on with the uh, the betting last week? Absolutely. I'll take some victory laps this week if you if you want me to. Well, I want you to in just a second. First, I want to tell these people I want to run a timeout and tell you that we uh, we are brought to you in this segment by Viridian Global. Viridian Global is our official apparel provider, and not only of the Dynasty Warzone, but a lot of your favorite podcasts out there on the market. I know these guys take care of the Goat District, the Dynasty Happy Hour, as well as so many more. They also have custom player tees. You just need to head over to their website. You can go to Viridian Global. That's V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, Viridian Global. You can get on the website, you can search the Dynasty Warzone store, you can see the uh, Air Force themed shirt, the pro wrestling themed shirt, and for the month of November earlier, we have borrowed, which is to say stolen, the salute to service idea from the NFL, and we have a very cool salute to service style t-shirt that all of the proceeds will go to help uh, a couple of different veteran charities so check those out over at viridian global i know dr kyle has the pro wrestling inspired one uh, i'm actually wearing a pro wrestling inspired t-shirt right now it's not my dwz shirt because i like to wear that to the gym it makes me look super jacked and, and who doesn't want to roll around and have someone ask you hey man what's the dynasty war zone 
Well, allow me to tell you what is the Dynasty War Zone. And, and if you want to get hooked up with that, also, by the way, uh, the, the Hawkamania shirt, I think that's the most popular shirt on Viridian Global. What's the Hawkamania? It's just like it sounds, except it's a gray t-shirt with blue script. It says Hawkamania. And uh, as we all know, if you're playing fantasy football or you're following the NFL, Hawkamania is currently running wild on the mean streets of Detroit. But you can check all of our shirts out at Viridian Global. Again, one last time, V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, Viridian Global. And make sure you check us check us out over there. So, Dr. Kyle, it's time to recap some betting action. I'm going to let you have the honors, kind of like the golf course. Break out the big dog. Let's uh, because because you went hammer. Speaking of the going uh, teeing off first, uh, you went ten and ten and what last week? So I went ten three and one. Uh, You know, speaking of golf, yes, I have my uh, my golf polo on. This is my professional physical therapy attire. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but it feels good in Lululemon these days. Uh, Not official sponsor, but maybe someday. Um, Yeah, so let me. I want to tackle my big bet first because that was. It was a bit of a bad beat, but going back to last week, we talked about things we've learned, and one of I think both of us hammered at home like, hey, guys, we're talking on Wednesday night about what we think is going to happen on Sunday. Wait until Sunday to get the best numbers or get the numbers closest to what you want as like, as you can. And I was all about the Bengals, uh, Titans over under was a 53 and a half on Wednesday when we recorded. The weather looked great. didn't look like wind where there was in other parts of uh, – the Midwest and, and Ohio specifically. Uh, and then I, of course, always checking the, the lines on my bookie, capitalize on my numbers, because we bet numbers and not teams. Um, and I saw it dip to 51. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I will now double down at 51. And I think I uh, luckily did do a teaser at 51, yeah, quick victory lap, teaser at 51 to get Cincinnati to plus 13 and the the over 45. So that was an easy W there. Um, and I, I believe at kickoff, the over under was at 50 and this game finished at, uh, 31 20. So if you bet it, if you bet my big bet at the closing line number, you won my big bet. The number I bet it at, because I like to bet my big bet when we talk about it, I did not win. Uh, but you know, if, if I'm going to talk bad beats, Steven Goskowski is uh, the epitome of a bad beat with missed field goals in, I don't know, half of his games this year. And then I, so I wasn't watching the game live, but I watched the game tracker to see the plays because I'm like 31-20, can Tennessee get the ball back? And they had a defensive pass interference on a third down. In, Cincinnati was in their own, uh, their, their own defensive zone. And I was like, here it comes, here it comes. And then Tennessee never saw the ball again. Um, so apologies, folks, for my big bet. Process was right. Results weren't quite there. But I'm going to, I'm gonna, you know, quick victory laps. Three for three on player props. I had Tannehill over 10.5 rushing yards. I had DeAndre Swift over 20.5 receiving yards. And your boy Gucci Denucci, that's a shout-out to Jerry. That's the best nickname I've heard from yet. Uh, over 15.5 rushing yards. That guy was Konami Code in college, and I just knew that at some point the count like – the game, the game script in the beginning was weird, but eventually the Cowboys would just be down, and this guy would just be, you know, taken off for for dear life. Um, you know, I was I liked Seattle giving two and a half to San Francisco last week. That was great. You know, I, I hopped on your big bet. I hopped on the Chargers Broncos over. I like I like the Colts. I mean, I I said if Darius Leonard plays, I want the Colts minus two and a half. Darius Leonard play, and boy, that guy plays. Uh, you know, I don't want to jump to this week, but there's an interesting line involving the Colts this week. Uh, maybe we'll get to that. And then, uh, you know, I was all over the G-Men on Monday night. I love the G-Men have covered very consistently this year. So I took them at plus 12 and a half. And then I also teased, uh, I got them at plus 19 and over 39. And both of those hit on Monday night. So that's uh, the gist of my 10, three and one. Well, you, you were a busy man. I did not find that much action that I liked overall. Uh, I went my usual boring three and two, but hey, uh, what's it said in the pro gambling world that if you can hit like 55%, you can own a mansion and a yacht. So, um, my bets from, from last week, I was three and two. 
I, I I'm I'm the reason why Cleveland lost at home to the Raiders. As anyone who follows me in the, on the Dynasty Warzone pod knows, that I am not the world's largest fan of Baker Mayfield. But I thought, man, Baker Mayfield coming at home, you know, the, the, this team is ready. And I knew the, the weather was bad, but I'm like, man, they they pound the ball with the run. I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna, you know, home home field is worth a point and a half in in the COVID era. Per the the Vegas Sharps, and I was like, okay, so I'm getting it at a, at a point and a half. That means this game's basically a pick 'em on a neutral field. Uh, I felt like I was getting, you know, just a just a little bit better of. It. I didn't think Oakland's defense was that you know that good. They had to travel. Man, that wasn't even the case. I know they had the drop touchdown by Jarvis Landry. And it, that, that game could have went a lot differently, but that game was blowing sideways. And that was also my big bet. Uh, I, I told you last week, I, I gave you like every stat under, under the sun as to why this game was going to go over until I hit you with that, uh, that, that swerve at the end with the wind. That was the easiest cover that I, I've never, I've never had to sweat. I, I knew that was money. It was my biggest dollar amount bet of the year. It was basically a five unit bet for me. It was huge. I got down on it, and then I got down on it again because I just it, it just seemed too easy. I'm like forty nine and a half when I first bet it. It was fifty two and a half, and then it got all the way down to forty nine and a half, and I, I loved it. Um, the The Buffalo game, uh, even though Buffalo won, I had it at three and a half. That half a point burned me, so so that cost me an L as well. Uh, I had the the over in the Denver. LA Chargers game. Uh, thank you. And then the one that I, I, I really liked my process on because I didn't hear anyone else. I tweeted this out last week. I was really proud of this was the, the Tampa Bay spot. I, I had the Giants plus 13 and a half. And my, my rationale was is that Tampa Bay was traveling almost 5,000 miles in a, a seven day period, a 4,000 mile round trip from Tampa to uh, Las Vegas and back, and then a thousand miles from Tampa to New York. Plus, they had the look-ahead spot to the Saints this weekend, so I I, I felt very comfortable that Tampa Bay was going to win the game. I just felt like when I got the action, it was thirteen and a half, and I never at any point in that game felt like I was out of that game. So I went three and two overall. I'm six and two on the season on my big bet. So feeling really strong about that, man. I don't know about you, but I am fired up for Week Nine. Now, last week's was ugly. That last week was ugly. I've got some big bets for you this week. Now we're going to run another timeout real quick and let you know that these uh, these lines and the action that we're taking is all courtesy of mybookie.ag. That is the official odds provider of the fabulous big bet and our preferred sports betting site. And if you head over there right now, and if you don't want to go to the website, you don't want to type it into your browser, just pause this podcast, go into the show notes, and click the link. It will take you right to the website and to the sign-up page, and the promo code is pre-populated, and the good folks at mybookie.ag, they will match you dollar for dollar up to a 1000 bucks. Now, we I actually uh, referred Dr. Kyle to a couple of people on Twitter that may have had some, some issues with you know um, their location and being geocoded and things of that nature. Dr. Kyle has got you hooked up like cable, not that anyone uses cable anymore, He's got you hooked up like Wi-Fi, and if you just slide in his DMs at DWZ underscore Dr. PT, he can help you navigate. It's right here on the screen. If you're watching the YouTube, he is pointing at it. It says, I'm Ron Burgundy, question mark, at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. Again, the, the show notes is the best way. You don't want to search it in your in your search history. Maybe you don't want to leave a, a digital fingerprint of what you're searching. Maybe you're... Uh, Maybe someone in your life, maybe an employer, maybe a significant other, checks your uh, your your history. Cool. Go in directly through the direct link, and uh, Dr. Kyle has got you hooked up with that. So with all that being said, Dr. Kyle, over at mybookie.ag, what do you want to start with? you want to start with a couple of games you're leaning toward, or do you want to go right into the big bet? I like the uh, I like the lean like. I like it a lot, maybe. Maybe that's our, our new spin at some point, the lean and then you like, and then you like it a lot, and then we got our big bet. Um, I, I, you know, it's funny. Every week I look at the the, the look ahead line on 
whenever it comes out, maybe Saturday, somewhere, somewhere like Saturday or Sunday morning ish. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I like anything. And then Monday I look again. And then Tuesday I look a little bit deeper and all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're getting ready to record, record on Wednesday. And so I'm, I'm looking and Wednesday I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, we got, uh, the bills are, uh, getting points at home against a Seattle team that has not done a great job of covering and they're traveling West coast to, uh, to Buffalo. It's going to be beautiful in New York state this weekend. So I don't think weather is an issue, which is, you know, I like the over there, I think. Um, but you know, I, those, those reasons specifically, I think I like the bills getting points at home against a Seattle team with a bit of travel. Um, a, a and, bit of tra- a, a, hold on. You said a bit of travel. Yeah, a bit. So, 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 if if from Seattle, Washington to Buffalo, New York is a bit of travel. What's a, now, now? You're a guy who travels to Houston every so often for work. What's a lot of travel? If 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 Seattle to Buffalo is a bit of travel, what's a lot of travel? Uh, Seattle to New York City. Yeah, fair enough. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. That just, that just caught me off guard. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, you know, a bit is it's it's vague enough where I can get away with saying it in multiple spots. You know, that's that's the language we got to use. You know, um, but yeah, this Bills, I feel like this Bills team got uh, they got off to a hot start. They got a bit over uh, probably over ex- over expectation at some point, but they they got into a weird spot with a lot of the COVID stuff, some schedule changes, some short weeks, short weeks. Then they had like a big game last week in division against the Patriots. I think they're finally getting a bit healthier on defense. And now they're at home. They're comfortable. Seattle's coming across the, uh, the continental United States. So whatever um, adjective you would like to use to describe that amount of travel, go with it. I'm cool with that. Um, I think Josh Allen is uh, – I. I, I the jury's out on Josh Allen for me still. I would like to see a bit more from him over the next couple of weeks before the weather gets bad in Buffalo. But I think all all arrows point, at least right now for me. I this, So this line, I saw it first, it was two and a half. And then I saw it at three and I was like, oh, maybe it's going to move again to three and a half. Unfortunately, it moved back to two and a half. For that reason, I haven't bet it yet. I'm going to keep my eye on it and see if it gets to three and a three and a half. Cause like, like everybody's on Russell Wilson as an MVP this year. Everybody loves DK Metcalf. Everybody loves the Seattle offense. Not a lot of people are talking about how atrocious this defense is. Um, if you use DraftKings or FanDuel for DFS, you know that it's the 32nd worst defense uh, for opposing wide receivers or quarterbacks. One of them, um, which yeah, fantasy doesn't always, relate to the the real life outcome but it's it's a good enough uh, barometer i think um but i just think that seattle hasn't done a good job of covering they come off of uh you know they, they played a, a divisional game last week they won the week before was the the big overtime uh loss to arizona so short week there regular week here but one o'clock game on the east coast i uh i really like the bills getting the points here and if it gets to three again or three and a half especially i will definitely take the bills and then i'll probably also tease the bills up to nine or nine and a half and the over down to 49 well this i I like it um these two teams have both given up 199 points on the season uh, a little bit more of an indictment of the Buffalo Bill, excuse me, of the Seahawks, as they've already had their bye. So they, they've already given up 199 points in seven games, whereas the, the Buffalo Bills have given up an average of 25 a game. They've given up 199 in, in eight games. So I, I'm staring at the over, and you may think, well, well, Memphis, aren't you the weather guy? Well, I, I will tell you, as I'm a degenerate, I've already looked at the weather in Buffalo, the weather in Buffalo this week is going to be 65 and sunny. So no issues with wind, no issues with rain. Um, 55 is a very aggressive total. I'm going to talk more about this game actually as we get into the DFS segment here in, in just a bit. 
But my, my first like, and I, I went round and round and round on it. I will actually say this because I didn't get to it in the uh, what I learned segment. So I'm going to kind of blend these things together. You know, you've got to have a good network of, of information. So tonight, a weird story, funny story. So it is um, annual uh, uh, election time for not election, like presidential, but like election for like your um, benefits and stuff at work. And my wife and I were making those decisions, and all of a sudden, my phone starts going crazy. It's the Dynasty Warzone Patreon group chat, talking about how Brandon Ayuk is out, and Trent Williams is out, and because they're all considered close contacts with um, uh, Kendrick Bourne, the wide receiver there in San Francisco. And I immediately, being, again, the true gambling guy that I am, I went immediately to my phone. I checked my bookie. I checked DraftKings. Now, in all transparency, I do probably 85% of my betting on my bookie. But in this case, DraftKings had the game at 6.5. So, I bet Green Bay minus the the 6.5. And, and the under-over was at 50. And I bet the under very quickly. It, to me, that game just looks like one of those spots where both teams just want to get the hell through it. Get their 10 days break and, and just be done with it. Um, I, I don't know how these two teams combined will score seven, seven points. I mean, Green Bay has one wide receiver, a tight end, a fourth string running back, and you're just trying to get through this game with a W. From what I understand right now, as of the recording of this live on YouTube on Tuesday night, the San Francisco 49ers have one active wide receiver on the roster, and it's Trent Taylor and a backup quarterback and a backup tight end, and they're missing their left, their, their, their starting left tackle. And the Packers' defense is not great, but one thing they do pretty well with the two Smiths, Zadarius and Preston, they rush the, they, they rush the passer pretty good. I like their corner, Jair Alexander. So I don't really know how San Francisco scores any points. Green Bay doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot unless they're playing the Buccaneers for whatever reason. So for me, this felt like an easy under. For me, this felt like an easy total. And what do you know? The number's already moved. If you go to my bookie right now, again, I have it pulled up on my screen. They're currently giving up seven. I think this thing will probably wind up closing somewhere in that neighborhood. I, I really feel like this is like a 24-17, 28-17 type game. And I, I, I like this one. I don't, I don't do parlays. I'm not a huge parlay guy. I know you like to tease, Dr. Kyle. But for me, um, I was actually talking with one of our patrons, shout out to JC. He and I were talking and he had this three-team parlay. And he was like, what do you think? And I'm like, I would bet them all straight up. I don't have a problem with any of those wagers, but I would bet them all straight up. And, you know, he ended up cashing two out of the three. So I ended up helping him with that. But what I learned last week is if you're into player props, let me help you right now because you're going to hear this on a podcast on Thursday or you're watching live on YouTube on Wednesday night. If you're into player props, you got to hit – sorry, again, I hate to, 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 to prop up a non-sponsor, but if you go to DraftKings, they start launching their player props around lunchtime on Friday. That's when I start my research for the prop podcast. I, I go right in there, and two Fridays in a row, if you follow injury reports, there is some low-hanging fruit out there. So two weeks ago, Aaron Jones was questionable to go against Houston with a calf injury. The The rushing yards prop on Jamal Williams was 26 and a half yards. I bet the piss out of that. And what do you know? Aaron Jones gets declared out for that game, and that player prop shot up to like 51 and a half. I think he covered it no matter what it was, but at 26 and a half, knowing that Aaron Jones was going to be out, that was like stealing. This past Friday, I'm, I'm sitting in there. For those of us, again, I, I have a doctor on our team. I'm talking to him right now. I knew that Mark Ingram was very, 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 very doubtful to play on Sunday against the Steelers. So I'm looking at player props. What am I looking at again? It's Gus Edwards. Seven and a half rushing attempts. Seven and a half rushing attempts for the team that rushed the ball the most in the NFL last year and one of the most rushing heavy teams in the league again this year. That was stealing. 
That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that low-hanging fruit because the the Gus Edwards prop, it went from 7.5 on Friday around lunchtime, and it shot all the way up to 11.5. Now, he cashed both ways, but I had tremendous value in that bet. So if you're looking at these things and you have, I don't want to say inside information because it's free for everybody, but if you're paying attention to what's going on and you react quickly, there's there's some money to be made with some of these player props. So that that is something that I learned. Another game that, that I'm looking to, Dr. Kyle, before I get into my big bet, I'm really looking at Washington at uh, excuse me, Washington at home against the, the New York football giants. Now, Washington, if you go to my bookie right now, 10 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we record this, you are currently laying two and a half. Now why do I like Washington? It's not a it's not a horrible travel spot for for New York. New York to Washington is not a very far trip, but they're coming off of a short week. They played on Monday Night Football, a very emotionally draining game to lose on. It wasn't the world's most egregious call, but it wasn't a good call either. So you lost a close game. Now you're going to play a Washington team that's coming off of their bye. Fully rested at home. The weather in Washington, D.C. is going to be very nice again. And Washington could have beat this team last time. So I think the pass rush with Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan, they didn't trade him like some people thought they might have there in Washington. That front seven is going to get after it. I really want to bet the under, but I'm just going to say this before I throw it to Dr. Kyle for his bet. The reason why I didn't bet the under, are you ready to have your mind blown, Dr. Kyle? So in the last two years combined, now neither one of these guys have played every game. So if they played every game, it would be between 24 and 23. Depends if they'd had their bye yet this year, but they didn't. Daniel Jones played like 13 games last year. So did Kyle Allen. Last year, Kyle Allen had 17 interceptions and seven lost fumbles. So far on the season, Daniel Jones has nine interceptions and seven lost fumbles. The reason why I want to bet the under, I really feel like this is going to be a defensive struggle in Washington, but what I don't trust is I don't trust one of these guys to get loose with a pick six. I could see like the whole game, you, you've got the under, you got the under, you've got something like, you know, 20 to 14 and you know, you're right there, right around and all of a sudden someone throws a pick six and both of these guys are horrible fumblers. Between the two of them in the last two years, they've got 16 fumbles. Horrible. Horrible. So because of that, I, I want to bet the under, but I just can't trust a, a turnover, a strip sack, a pick six. So I'm, I'm going to lean. I'm going to lean to Washington minus the two and a half if you get it right now, because on DraftKings right now, that number's three. I don't want it at three. I think I'm playing for a push at that point. I see this being a field goal game, but give me the Washington football team. Dr. Kyle, what do you think about my, uh, my, my, what I learned and my, uh, my lean there? I love what you learned. You, I mean, like like we said earlier, you're betting numbers, not players. Um, obviously, when you're betting props, you're actually betting players or teams. But you're you're trying to get these guys at a value. You're trying to uh, you're trying to capitalize on information that hasn't quite come out yet. The, you don't know it's coming out. We don't have any insider information that you know the rest of the public doesn't have. Um, but as far as this game, that, that's so. I looked at this line. I was like. Okay, yeah, I you know I don't I don't know if I like it as much because the Giants have covered well. I don't want to say that they're playing better than they were when they first played Washington, um, so I do like it. But with the over under, I was like, hmm, like I almost like the over because I smell uh, you know a, a strip sack to the to the house or a pick six exactly like you said. And uh, you know if if I can turn that into my what I learned or what I want to um, impart on the, the listeners, watchers. And I don't, are we going to put, we should put this out in Braille somewhere. And so we could say for the, the listeners, watchers and feelers, I'm joking. Um, there will be no Braille episodes. Sorry. Uh, but um, the narrative for every game, and this is why it takes so much energy to actually do well. I think in betting in football is you like you it's yes you can um you can put numbers to everything the the power rankings the ranking the coaches the quarterbacks the offense the defense this and that and algorithms and this and that and weather 
the, the weather helps specifically in this part. It's all about the narrative. Like when you're looking at a game, so I look at the number quick and I'm like, do I like it? Like first glance, uh, you know, Malcolm Gladwell, blink, first glance, do I like this? If I like it, I'm like, all right, let's dig a little deeper. What do I like about it? What do I like about the quarterbacks? What, I, what do I know about the coaches, the quarterbacks, the, the home field advantage, the travel, the weather, um, the look ahead? Like Me- Memphis had a great example before about, you know, the short week, the, lot, the, the, the round trip travel, the travel coming up, and the look ahead put everything into great perspective for uh, a narrative of how the Giants could cover 13 points against Tampa Bay. Um, so what you like any time you really want to, look, you're, you know, I don't put life-changing money on any of this, uh, the amount of money I put on every game it's, I put like, you know, uh, an, a New York city cheeseburger, like, like, am I going to go out to lunch today or do I want to bet this game? Like I'm cool with either. And maybe I'll do both. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to feel emotionally wrecked by a loss and winning a do- winning a dollar feels so good like and memphis puts it in the uh i was getting ready to say in the closing it, it's, yeah. in the, it's in the yeah. closing money yeah. won is twice as sweet as money earned it, yeah. it, it, it really is and th- that's what makes gambling fun and i will tell you even if you're not a gambler the one thing that if you you this is where this came from the the whole big bet and as i've got more into gambling and learning is if you're a fantasy player in, in any form if you get into to the gambling side of this and you just start playing numbers, it will take so much emotion out of your decision-making as it relates to trades, as it relates to player movement and stuff. You just see them as a widget. You just see them you, – you don't even see them as people. You know, again, I, I mentioned it earlier, my, uh, my disdain for Baker Mayfield is thing of both legend and lore. But yet, at the same time, I bet on Baker Mayfield to beat the Raiders. I thought it was a good spot for him. I thought it was a good spot – because of where they're at. By the way, I'm gonna let you get to your big bet, but I'm gonna give you one last freebie because you uh, you chimed in. If I'm gonna do anything in that Buffalo game, I'm gonna look to get Buffalo with three and a half because Seattle very similar spot, four thousand mile round trip from Seattle to Buffalo, twenty one hundred each way, and they're coming off of a division game against the 49ers last week, and now they've got a division game next week against the Rams coming off of a bye. I'm not saying that Seattle's going to lose, but it's what they call a sandwich spot. You know, you're coming yeah. off a division game. You, you know the Rams. Are, I think the Rams are currently in third. Uh, yes, they are in third because uh, Arizona would be in second. But, you know, they're five and three. So, you know, are, are they looking ahead a little bit to this Rams game? So with all that being said, um, just some good conversation, man. That's the whole point of this is just to kind of help, you know, think a little bit sharper. And, and do that. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, we've delayed this long enough. I, I'm on pins and needles over here, kid. T- tell me what the big bet is. I'm, I'm going to tease you just a little bit longer because I have one more like. I mean, I got a bunch of likes. And the guys tweet at me. I'll get you all my. So this, I'll, I'll be hey, quick. Hey, you, uh, you, you were 10 and 3 last week. Give, give, we're trying to make money here. Give them all to us. Like, yeah, and I was 10 and 3, and I, I didn't capitalize on my big bet. So I, like, I feel like. You know, if you take my big bet in a vacuum, I look like a, a POS. So I want to let people know where everything is at. Not, you know, this week I could go three and 10 and, you know, we have a different conversation next week. I digress. I saw the Bears at plus five and a half and I absolutely hate the Bears in Tennessee. So the weather in Tennessee, beautiful, uh, not a big travel spot for the Bears. Uh, yes, they're coming off of an overtime loss to New Orleans. But I, I feel like they exceeded expectations on that game. But let me get to where we're at. So this line was at five and a half. It moved to six. And I'm like, I'll take the Bears at six because, uh, you know, quick quick numbers on Tennessee. They beat the Broncos by two. They beat the Jaguars by three. The Vikings by one. They crushed the Bills in the Bills. Hey, are we playing Tennessee on Tuesday, Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday? Then they beat the Texans by six in OT. And if you think about how that game went, that game easily could have gone Texans in regulation or been a field goal game. Lost to the Steelers, lost to the Bengals. And if we're – so the the big change was in the – I believe the Texans games, they lost their left tackle, Taylor Lewan, and they have not looked like the same offense since. And if you want to talk a defensive strength against an offensive weakness right now, this Bears pass rush, this Bears line, this Bears defense – 
is going to cause problems for Ryan Tannehill in the play action game. They're going to cause problems for Derrick Henry in the run game. I I don't ever I don't ever want to bet the Bears, but this was pretty close to being my big bet because of the overtime game in New Orleans. I didn't you know I didn't love it, um, but those you know, those are all the reasons why I like the Bears getting six against it. Like the, Stephen Goskowski, like the Tennessee is probably going to be up at some point, and Goskowski will get a chance to kick a field goal to close it out, and he's going to sail wide left or right, and then I'll, I'll finally be on the good end of a, a, a Tennessee missed field goal because twice I've been burned by Tennessee missed field goals. Big bet against Minnesota in week two or three. I digress. All right, big bet. You want it? Arizona is at home laying four and a half against Miami. Uh, this feels like a Miami hasn't been adjusted for their quarterback change line yet. And that's not to say that four weeks from now, Tua won't be, uh, so, so in, you know, if you listen to other gambling podcasts like Memphis and I do, they talk about like if, so if Patrick Mahomes goes down, a spread can move, I think six points just on that information, information alone. Actually, and, the, know, the, when, the biggest one's nine. Patrick Mahomes to his backup is like a nine point swing. Oh. Okay, so there you go. That and so there's there's like I talked about earlier, statistics, numbers, algorithms to to help you figure out what a num what number makes sense. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Maybe at some point I do. Um, but for me, Arizona as four and a half point favorites. Okay, they're at home, so the the COVID home field advantage is one and a half points. We talk about now. So you're saying that Arizona a five and two team in the NFC West that two weeks ago beat Seattle in overtime is only a three point better team than this Miami Dolphins team who just switched quarterbacks from Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, and the reason I like this number, I, w- I really wonder what the look ahead was because Miami's coming off of a big victory against a, a, a Los Angeles Rams team that is in a similar situation. They're five and three. But if you look at the Rams schedule, the Rams have four wins against the NFC East. Uh, and then they beat the Bears on Monday a couple weeks ago. Maybe their their first legitimate win. But up until that point, their biggest win of the year was against the Cowboys in week one. So I And then coming into Miami last week, um, they were – yeah, so again uh, – West Coast team. If you look at the the Rams' cumulative travel this year, they have bounced West Coast to East Coast, West Coast to East Coast so many times. It's it, I think it's almost making um, handicappers look back into history. Like, have we seen this before? And so that was a, a lot of guys. I I liked it. I didn't love that two, it was Tua's uh, first start. So for that reason, I avoided that game. But I really liked that the Rams were going to be playing at one o'clock on the East coast. And sure enough, Miami, like, you know, like Jared Goff had the deer in headlights look early in the game. And that's your, 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 your telltale sign to uh, bet against him the rest of the game. And, uh, and Arizona, they're already at five wins this year. They have, they've had some big ones. Um, I, I, and their, their string a couple of weeks ago. Yes. They lost to the Panthers. That was a West coast or kind of West coast to East coast game. I, you know, that was, that was a big bet. I lost. I was not quite on the Panthers like I am now. And I was overly on the Cardinals, but also like Deandre Hopkins was uh, hobbling around. He was on and off the injury report for a couple of weeks. And I think he's finally healthy again. And I'm going to tell you this, I think Jerry, oh, Jerry, you're watching or listening. Like he's licking his chops, whatever Chase Edmonds, is an upgrade from Kenyon Drake. I don't know if you guys watched, uh, you know, against Seattle two weeks ago was the uh, the first chance I had to watch that Cardinals offense in action, again, against a bad defense. But, man, Chase Edmonds just looks like he does everything a little bit better at a minimum than Kenyon Drake. And for those reasons, my big bet of the week is Arizona laying the four and a half against the Tua Tungavailoa Miami Dolphins. Well, I, I don't hate it. Can I, uh, I throw you an interesting couple of stats there that nobody would think of with these two teams? Do Please you don't. know who? Do you know who is giving up the least amount of points per uh, to, on the season? So across seven games, Miami. Who, my, Miami is giving up the least amount of points. It's not the Ravens. 
it, it is the Miami Dolphins only giving up 130 points on the season. But here's one for you that, that kind of uh, blew my mind. You know who's fifth? The Arizona, Card- the Arizona Cardinals. They they have yeah. only they have only given up 146 points. So these teams combined give up 40 points in, in a game. The over and under in this game is 48. So I I have got an eye cued heavily on the under. I, I like both yeah. of the corners. I, I like Brian Flores, the head coach over there. I don't know that I like one side more than the other. If I again, if I had to you know lean to one side, I would certainly lean toward you know laying the points with the Cardinals. But I'm I, I feel like I'm getting anywhere from two to six points of value on that under. So that's a good one. Another one that I had my eyeball on was Denver going to Atlanta. Denver coming off of a huge emotional win. Now I know Atlanta's coming off of a good win themselves. They beat Carolina and they had the ten days rest. But I'm I'm asking myself, who the hell are the Atlanta Falcons to be given three and a half to anybody? I, I don't know. I, I didn't want to touch it, but you know you, you know what I'm betting. It's a big bet. I'm not betting a side, Dr. Kyle. I'm betting a total. This this should not surprise you because I am who I am. I am gonna go. I am gonna go the Las Vegas Raiders at the Los Angeles Chargers over fifty two and a half points. How could I not? The 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 Raiders have been scoring I'm a, I'm gonna throw last week's wind game out. They're still scoring over 27 points a game, and their defense, yeah, it looked better on paper. They're still they're they're still giving up a ton of points on defense. They are one of the worst scoring defenses in all the league. Uh, actually, they are. They are giving up two. They're giving up 203 points on the season on seven games, so just shy of 30 points a game. The offense in L.A. has been on fire since Justin Herbert has taken over. This game is going to be played in the new SoFi Dome or stadium or whatever you want to call it there in L.A. No weather, no factor, no fans. <laughs> Even if they were allowing fans, uh, we know the Chargers you know, couldn't draw flies. But that being said, I, I just see this game being way over. So for me... I'm just going to continue to bet overs, especially with the Chargers. They have been very good to me. I had the Chargers and the Saints over. I had the Chargers over last week. I, I don't, I, for whatever reason, as high as over unders have been this year, I really feel like the like Las Vegas has not caught up to this Chargers offense. They put up 31 on the the Buccaneers. They put up 27 on the Saints. If they just do their part, I know the Raiders can do theirs. You know, I'm not expecting a defensive struggle. This game feels like 28-31 to me or something in that nature. Um, I'm not, it's down to a pick em, by the way. The game opened with the Chargers being a two and a half point favorite. Right now it's a pick em. Dead even. Uh, juice is 110 on both sides. So I don't know that I'm ready to pick a side yet, but I, I love the over here. I was expecting it to be 55, 55 and a half. It's 52 and a half. I smashed the over. I just absolutely smashed the over on this. That is my big bet, Dr. Kyle. I'm going to ride this Justin Herbert bandwagon until uh, until it bucks me. I like it a lot. Yeah, that, that was one I looked at myself. Uh, I was looking at it for the Raiders because the, the Chargers have had trouble uh, covering or closing out games this year. And if we're talking a tiebreaker in that game as far as my likes, yeah, Las Vegas is at home, so they get that advantage a little bit. I think John Gruden is a much better coach. Maybe not much better. Anthony Lynn, he's got to go. But Gruden, he, I he's think. He's terrible. Yeah, Lynn, Lynn is terrible. Gruden, Gruden can scheme. Like, he can if, uh, you know, I was thinking about this earlier, and I don't want to get on too much of a tangent, but I want to talk about, like, how um, how dimensional teams are. And I feel like John Gruden is a coach that can scheme against, like, a one- or two-dimensional team. Uh, a team that's got more tricks, like uh, – but even, you know, he did well against the Chiefs. Let's not get into that too much. Um, but I was on – I was kind of on the Raiders. When it became a pick I was like, I'm not going to touch that. But I still really like that over uh, because that – you know, that the chart, like, they're scoring big touchdowns. They're scoring points quick, and their defense is not doing anything. I mean, what did the Broncos do in the last however many minutes of, of uh, the game last week to, to win? 
all of a sudden, like I thought, I mean, I, I had the Chargers. That was one of my losses last week was I had the Chargers laying was it two and a half or three and a half, and I felt it so was, good about that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it was done. It was like it was just bound to evaporate. I, I've heard it said so many times. It's, it's so hard to win betting nothing but sides in the NFL. Yeah. If you just like a little action on the game, man, I'm telling you, those early player prop lines coming out, these totals, I mean, th- there's going to be a side or two out there that you like. Um, I've already mentioned a couple that I've got my eyeball on. If, if I'm betting totals and I, I'm betting them early in the week, because remember, every day you get closer to Sunday, the sharper the line gets. The more, the more information. So you, so just because it, it's a two way street, just because you, the better are getting more information and, and player X is out or player, you know, you know, Y is going to be a late start or, Oh, so and so ended up going. There's a reason why there's an injury report and there's a reason why these teams have to declare all this 90 minutes before the game. But also, if you follow Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport, so do the bookies and they adjust the lines. They have people following this stuff 24 seven. So if if you have a feel on something, act on it earlier. All right, there's the betting segment, Doctor Kyle. I, I I couldn't even live up to my Mister Min Cash moniker <laughs> last week. I, I I couldn't do it. Uh, I had a horrible week of DFS. But this DFS segment it's brought to you by our friends over at Hate Brand Goods. As you guys know, this is me and Doctor Kyle's or Doctor Kyle and I our our favorite athletic apparel brand, especially for workout shorts. Now, Dr. Kyle is a physical therapist, a physical therapist by, maybe I need a speech therapist, but Dr. Kyle is a physical therapist by nature, and he will tell you the goat brand shorts, I've got him hooked on them, they are absolutely phenomenal, and I wear them every day. I've, I've got like one of every color, and I was a customer long before they were a sponsor. Uh, he's also got his kick today in the dick uh, water bottle, but you can get that in a coffee mug, you can get it in a protein shaker. And they have new drops, fresh gear, every other Thursday right now. Uh, not this Thursday. Last Thursday they had a drop. They'll have a drop next Thursday. And you can check them out over at thehate.com. That's the H-V-I-I-I.com. That's the H and the Roman numeral for eight. The H-V-I-I-I.com. Use promo code Memphis at checkout. And you can look as sweet in your shorts and joggers and t-shirts as me and Dr. Kyle. All right, Dr. Kyle, DFS. Did, did did you get a lineup in last week? I know you were traveling. You were out of the state of New York. It's a little bit more difficult for you there with daily fantasy sports. Uh, how was your week? I, like I said, the week before, I double men cashed. This week was double men trash. So what about you, man? So, yeah, I'm in trash and Fanduel again. Like if you guys listened or watched or brailed last week, uh, I was on a lot of the, the Cincinnati-Tennessee game, and it, it paid off. So I didn't do well in my FanDuel min cash. What I didn't do well in, uh, or well enough, is I, I second-placed in my my home friend's uh, DraftKings tournament. I was, you know, my, my flames in DraftKings were Giovanni Bernard, Corey Davis. So, again, those were the cheaper options in the Cincinnati-Tennessee game. And then I was on – you know, the Eagles against the Cowboys as on Eagles defense. They got the flame. Travis Fulgham, Boston Scott, I don't know. Leave it to the Eagles offense to like sputter against Cowboys stretch defense. Uh, and then Carson wants the same thing. Uh, and then, you know, bad beat ish with George Kittle heading, heading uh, potentially to the IR. So it, it was at least a net cash positive week. But I feel I feel pretty good about this week. Do you want me to hit you with my upcoming min cash lineup, or you want to talk your last week first? Uh, I no, I don't even want to talk about my my min cash lineup. It, it was it was brutal. The only thing that I had good last week was I had Matthew Stafford and T.J. Hawkinson. Cream okay. Hunt, Cream Hunt shit the bed. Yeah. Um, just, I, I took the Raiders. They did okay, but I, I thought they would have got more, uh, more chances to turn the ball over because, like I said, I was betting on Baker, but I was also betting on Baker being Baker. If you, if you smell what I'm stepping in, uh, it was just, it was just a hor- horrific week. And like, like I said last week, though, I, last week with, with the dual Ben Cash taught me a very valuable lesson. You can nail seven 
of your nine in your roster. But if you don't have like 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 the one X factor, I mean, th- there's a reason why it pays so well because you have to hit it so well. No, man, g- give me your roster for this week. What have you compiled? What are you looking at? So uh, hopefully it's a compile of gold and not a compile of shit to start. Uh, So early, one of the games I I thought I liked was Houston at Jacksonville. I looked ahead to the weather. It looks like it'd be a thunderstorm, so I'm going to keep an eye on that one. So I took a a Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cook stack out of my lineup, and I therefore also don't like the over of 50.5 right now. I still like Houston at 6.5 with uh, what's-his-name Lutton starting for, for Jacksonville. I digress. So, so my current min cash lineup, I'm going to that Buffalo Seattle game. I got a Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs stack. Uh, like I said, I'm all about Chase Edmonds. So I am plugging him in. I'll have him in a, a good chunk of lineups. If I do more, uh, I'm on James Connor at Dallas, that Dallas defense. I don't know if, you know, the Dallas is in the conversation with the jets right now as to who's the worst team in the league. And then I'm, you know, Cole Beasley is a – we got Beasley at a measly 5,300. So I'll take his potential volume in a high over-under, shootout-ish, nice weather, home field advantage game. But then I'm also squeezing Justin Jefferson in. And then with those guys, I, uh, I managed to get a little chalkish with my tight end, Darren Waller. That Chargers team is putting up points, and they are not stopping anything. So I think Vegas is going to have to air the ball out, and I think Carr feels most comfortable tossing to the to the the Walrus right now. And then with Galladay out in Detroit, Marvin Jones I think has potential. I think it's going Marvin Jones and Hawkinson will absorb a little bit. I don't think either of them are going to draw enough attention where potentially their 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 volume goes down. And then I'm on the Washington football team as my defense. All right. Well, uh, our lineups are going to wind up being very similar then. Uh, I, I feel like you copied my work with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs stack. Uh, b- big fan of those two. I mean, I know Josh Allen has struggled in the past couple of games, uh, but the, the Chiefs are third against the pass as it relates to fantasy scoring, and the Patriots are ninth. And I, and I know that if – I know this. I know that if you didn't think the Patriots were going to come out, that was their season on the line on Sunday. And if you didn't think they were going to come out and fight tooth and nail and claw and fight and dig and scratch, then you're wrong. But but Josh Allen, even though with his recent struggles, he is still fifth in the league in passing yards. He is still sixth in the league in passing touchdowns. And he is still ninth in yards per attempt. We mentioned the weather earlier. It's going to be beautiful in in Buffalo this weekend. Are, are you throwing your hands up? No, I know you live in, in New York. Are you just excited for some good weather there? Is that is that what I'm getting? Oh, I'm so excited! Also, I'm trying to mime some things. Uh, oh, because so we're not talking over each other. Because because you're cur- you're, 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 you're currently stealing you're currently stealing my thunder of my min cash lineup. So I've you got shouldn't the, let me go first. I've got I've got I've got the I've got the Allen dig stack. The only thing that, the only thing that concerns me about Josh Allen never trust anyone with two first names. Um, I, I, I'm going back to the Preach. Dalvin. I'm going back to the Dalvin Cookwell. Miami, not Miami. Excuse me. Detroit is 31st against the rush. I, I, is he going to score a touchdown on his team's first four possessions again, like he did last week? No, but I know that there's a little bit of a COVID case running around through. The, the Detroit locker room, and in Zimmer we trust. So I, I fully expect a, a, a big workload. I actually really like uh, Edmonds this week of the Arizona Cardinals. No Kenyon Drake. The, the Dolphins, as good as they are against the pass, they are not very good against the rush. They're 25th against the rush. So he, he felt like a, like a good play. I obviously got my main man, Diggs. You know, I had to get a couple of cheaper options in here to get everybody in that that I wanted, and I went Brandon Cooks. Now, when mm-hmm. I set this, I set this pre-trade deadline. I was kind of quasi hoping, in the back of my mind, that they would that they would trade Will Fuller. Will Fuller and but you know he he's getting enough work and volume, in spite of Will Fuller being there. And this game is in Jacksonville, and it's not like it couldn't be humid. And Will Fuller does have those tender, tender hammies. 
Uh, I went Noah Fant, another game projected with a lot of scoring with Atlanta and Denver indoors. Again, I'm looking for good weather. I'm looking for domes. I'm looking for Vegas to tell me a high over and under. And then I, I can't help it. What am I always looking for, Dr. Kyle? You, you know, I'm looking for volume. And I'm looking for value, the V's, the, 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 the double V's. And I, I went with my main man, James Robinson. How do you help a young rookie quarterback? You, you feed, you feed the running back. You, you pound the rock with the running back. And I see them leaning on James Robinson. So I don't know that he gets in the end zone, but I think he gets a ton of rushes and a, a ton of receiving work. And then I went with the Houston defense. So the last time they played, in in uh, against the Jags, they put up nine points on FanDuel, and now they get something named Jake Luton, Luton, Gluton, Futon. They get something named that, and in, in in his first ever start, um, he could be gangbusters, but he's probably yeah. not. I, I I almost went with the Washington football team as well, but to get some of these more expensive guys in there, like a Dalvin Cook, I had to make some sacrifices other places. Um, and like a cash lineup, I could easily see doing the, the big stacks like Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes or Kyler and D-Hop. But I think I'm actually going to fade Kyler and D-Hop. We talked about how good the the Miami defense has been, especially against the pass. I think they'll be able to run on this one. And this is a non-division game. And I could easily see Arizona getting up early on this one. And... I think this COVID year is going to be a little bit different than in years past where in the past, like last year, the Baltimore Ravens would just kick the dog shit out of you the entire game and never take the foot off the gas. I think with all the injuries we've seen this year, I really see teams starting to get kind of that, I don't want to call it 90s football, but that more old-fashioned mindset of, hey, we're up two scores or we're up 17. You know what? Let's run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, which is why I really like Chase Edmonds this week. At his pricing on FanDuel, and I'm, I'm a FanDuel guy. I know a lot of people kill FanDuel because of their uh, scoring issues and situations. I really don't care. I like the ease of use. I like the – and if I, I can win a million dollars there just as easily as I can win a million dollars on DraftKings. More more than likely, I'm just going to min cash over there the same way that I would min cash over on DraftKings. Dr. Kyle, that is the show, man. What else do you have for these people before, uh, before we take this one home? I was just going to say – uh, if, if you can't trust a guy with two first names, you can't trust a guy with one first name and a last name of Luton. Uh, so I'll end on that. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to steal someone else's joke, but I'm acknowledging that I'm stealing it. I, I, I like my wheat gluten free and I like my fantasy teams gluten free. So you, <laughs> you can do that. Someone else's joke. I, if I remembered who you were, I would give you total. I would footnote it like, you know, like when you were in college, you know, all those college courses you took to become a doctor, you had to, you had to like cite your sources and your footnotes. And I would totally, I would totally give credit where credit is due if I remembered. But, you know, when you have all these fantasy football stats and gambling stats and all this going through your head, you're, you're going to forget some shit. So anyway, man, um, I'm going to end on this. There's a lot going on in this country right now, but no matter what, you're not going to make me hate my fellow American. Someone's going to win, someone's going to lose, and at the end of the day, we're all in this thing together. So be good to each other. Um, say hello to someone. He, he's given me, if, if, you, if you get this reference, we can be friends. He's given me the old, old school Mario Yamasaki. He's given, he's given me the heart. He's throwing the heart up at me. But, but, but you know what? Be, be, the, be the change you want to see. You know what? Walk into the office tomorrow. Walk into your place of work and, and tell a coworker, hey, um, how you doing? Hey, you know what? You do a great job. Hey, I appreciate, you know, being able to come to work and, and, and talk to you every day. You can spread one little bit of positivity. That's what I got. Let's now that I've said something nice, let's go beat the guys over at mybookie.ag. Let's go beat their brains out. Let's go take all their money. It's my favorite thing. You guys have no idea how much fun it is to have a sponsor who, who pays us to help you take yeah. their money. It is the yeah. ultimate. It's the ultimate workaround, Doctor Kyle. How are you going to end this show tonight? I was going to say, I, I almost feel bad like tagging them in some of my tweets because I've, I've I've taken their money this year, guys. I've I'm I'm up. Don't tell anybody I'm up. Don't tell my bookie I'm up. Just bet what I bet, and we'll be fine. 
Hey, baby, we're just looking to hit that 58%. One day we'll get that mansion. One day we'll get that yacht. But on behalf of that man, he is Dr. Kyle. You can find him at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And if you need any help with uh, navigating the mybookie.ag site, especially the startup process, he's an ace. DM's wide open. You can tag him on Twitter or you can just email the show. The show you email is dynastywarzone at gmail.com. Hit the email. I'll make sure he gets it if you need some help and he can get you help uh, setting up your MyBookie account. Hate brand goods. Check out the new drops last Thursday. You got another drop coming up this Thursday and viridianglobal.com. Guys, if you're watching YouTube, Dr. Kyle's getting up. I think he's going to drop trowel. So I'm going to end this podcast before we lose the ability to uh, continue to grow. If you're not rating, reviewing, and subscribing, we really wish you would. It's the freest, easiest way to help us out. And help us get to 100 subscribers on YouTube, and we'll show you some even cooler stuff. But until next time, on behalf of that man, he is Dr. Kyle. I am Memphis. And remember, money won is twice as sweet as money earned. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands in Monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat.